Welcome to tonight's special event at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. To introduce our guest this evening, would you please welcome our guest moderator, editor-at-large for Grazia, Angela Batolf. Hello, thank you very much for coming tonight. Um, we're very excited to be doing our first ever food bloggers uh, event here at the Apple Store. And um, we have some fantastic food bloggers for you. Kirsten, are you blogging already? Uh, uh, You're Instagramming. About, I, was, yes, I was just about to tweet them all. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, will, <laughs> I will introduce this to Kirsten. Yeah, from, I live there for I tweet. Um, from Marmite Lover. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. E uh, Esther from Recipe Rifle. Hello. And we have Regina from Gastro Geek. And she really Hello. is a Gastro Geek. <laughs> Tell everyone what you turned up with tonight. Oh, I bought some butter. It was a, I can't pronounce it, Kapakasane. <laughs> the guy who does cheese sandwiches at Borough Market has started doing butter, so I bought some with me. I, don't, I think that's quite normal. I don't think that's that weird. <laughs> they were like eating this butter backstage. It's quite funny. I think you should give it away. I think you should give it to somebody. I gave some to Kirsten. Okay, fine. She's already stolen. Yeah, I started just <laughs> eating it. Nothing on it. I could just eat butter. Love it. And you did. <laughs> Now, sorry to slightly spring this on you, ladies. Have we got a hashtag for this? Have we got a hashtag? Julia's shouting at you. What is it? School of Grazia. School of Grazia. Nifty. Not. We'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> so if anyone wants to tweet this, you know what the hashtag is, OK? It's a hint. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> as I was saying, uh, we do something at Grazia called a blog brag. And it's basically a kind of elevator pitch for your blog. So... Like, like, like we're selling our blog to you? Yeah. Oh Why should God. people here look at GastroGeek? Gastro um, to be honest, I wouldn't. I mean, there are other blogs <laughs> out there that are blatantly better than mine. I mean, my blog's all right. Um, it's can I tell people why they should read your blog? Oh, go on then. We can do each other's. <laughs> That's okay. easy. That oh my God, can easy. I just say, yeah. this is yeah. so yeah. different from the Fashion and Beauty Weeks already. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to blog back for each other. Okay. Uh, well, Regina actually does actually know about food, and also her food is really interesting Thank you. because you are your Bengali. You can't, you can't yeah, that's it. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to say Filipino? Then? No, oh my God. <laughs> I, no, this is why we French. make people do their own blog writing. No, I, 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 I thought it was Bengali, but then yes, I, yeah. then I suddenly got really frightened. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> move on. No, anyway, it's it, 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 it's terribly good, and um, her 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 posts are very snappy and quite short, which is really important when you're writing a blog. And she has all sorts of different kinds of food, and they're all interesting and she really does know how to, how to cook. So Thank that's you. why you should be And there. I would say you should definitely read Esther's because it's amazing, it's absolutely hilarious, it's totally honest. It got me through the first year of my baby and trying to eat and cook. Um, and literally, it just makes my day. I get those, I subscribe to yours, so I get them in my inbox. So I'm like, oh, that's amazing. It's I'm very, covered in very baby good. sick and it's brilliant. It's good. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic, Kirsten. Do you, could, you could just blag your own blog, oh, sure. a blog. Yes. I feel confident. So let's do Kirsten's blog yeah, yeah. in... in, in um, Adjectives, right? I thought you were going to say, let's wrap it or something. <laughs> no, 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 let's, let's do it in adjectives, okay? Okay, you go first. So, it's... Uh, I can't think of it. <laughs> it's no, Kirsten's blog, I mean, you know, you're one of the original yes, bloggers original. out there. You've been doing it, yeah, it's very original. It, it's almost brutally honest, I would say. 
um, which is a compliment. Um, it's beautiful. You know, that's me holding back. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's very beautifully photographed. Thank I mean, you. I remember when I started blogging and reading your... I hadn't met you and reading your blog post and thinking, I have to meet her. She's my... Like, literally everything you were saying, I was like, oh, my God, yes, 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 yes. You know, totally bringing out the kind of lefty socialist in me as well. It was amazing <laughs> and totally different to anything else out there. So. And you're also... You know, because it's original, it's just it's just so much. It's so kind of dense. I mean, so many blogs, especially food blogs, are a bit kind of flimsy, mm. and you, you sort of they haven't been going for very long, and they just feel a bit sort of. Yeah. They, I mean, they're all amateur, but yeah. some of them feel really amateur. Yes. And and uh, and Kirsten's is just you know really kind of solid. There's so much there, and there's I so much to look at. The thing I really like about both of your blogs is you're both really true to yourselves. You don't you can tell you're not going, oh, who who will be happy by this? Who'll be made happy? Who am I gonna try and please with this blog post? You're both, you know, I don't think either of you can be anything but honest, and I think that really comes across. Yeah. Rather than like who you know, trying to please everyone. Well I think if you're going to blog, there's no point pretending to be somebody else and it's not gonna work anyway. Um, you won't be able to keep it up. You've got to say your story and what you really think. Mm. And I think, where's this, I think Liz Jones, you know, that journalist of the Daily Mail, said, uh, if, if you're not slightly frightened to press publish, you haven't really written anything very um, enticing or interesting. And there's an element of that. The, the blog posts that I find that get the biggest stats and the biggest reactions are the ones I think, oh, God, shall I actually put this out there? It's slightly painful sometimes. I definitely feel that about Esther's. Which See, I like Esther's blog as well because she, I think she's almost as miserable as I am. <laughs> and I hate happy people. Um, <laughs> they're such fakers. Let me just ask, <laughs> how many people here actually read the blogs of the bloggers who are here tonight? Because yeah. it's always interesting to see like, who are fans and who are potential customers. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah, put us can, on the spot. Can we see a show, show of hands if you've read any of the blogs of the bloggers who are here tonight? About three people. <laughs> Potential new customers. This is good. This is a very good thing. Okay, Kirsten, why don't you tell us how you got started? Because you've got a wealth of qualifications for how you've ended up here, haven't you? Um, how I started, I started actually with a different blog, uh, more about parenting, bringing up my child as a single parent in London dodgy internet dating, astrology, <laughs> conspiracy theories, all the things that I was doing. And I started because I was so lonely, basically. So it was like a little online diary. And I just thought, no one's reading this. And bit by bit, after about a year, I realised, you know, maybe 100 people a week were reading it. And, and I I'd started working in a, a kind of anarchist communal cafe. Um, <laughs> And which was very interesting. It was vegan. Everyone was sleeping with each other except with me. And <laughs> they all had like VD. And it was very interesting. It was in the you know, Republic of Hackney. And I thought, I've got to start writing this down. And I was cooking for them. And, and I, I just thought, I really want to write about food, but it doesn't go with the other blog. And I start a new blog. And that was mid-2008. I would say most um, the earliest bloggers in this country were about 2005, 2006, 2007. So I was a little bit behind the very first people that did it. And um, I didn't even know there were any other bloggers out there. I didn't know there was any such thing as food bloggers. I was just writing my stuff. Uh, and it felt very therapeutic. Um, and what, then what I were you sort of blogging about in the early days? Was it similar to what you do now? Have you changed it? Um, I've changed a lot. Um, first of all, it, it was quite confessional, but sort of trying to be funny. 
like one of the first catering jobs I did, although except I wasn't paid. Um, I was going out with this um, this sort of dreadlocked hippie drug dealer who I was madly in love with and he didn't like me much at all. And, um, and he basically had a 40th birthday coming up and I was like, can I cater it, please? And the week beforehand, he dumped me, but I still wanted to cater it. That's oh how, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a feeder. So I still <laughs> kind of turned up with my basket and my knives and did all the shopping. He ignored me the entire party. In fact, he was sleeping with his new girlfriend upstairs while I was prepping all the food. So I basically wrote about that. And I, I just, you know, it made that, me feel so much better. That is quite Liz Jones, as we said. That, <laughs> that's the kind of foodie Liz Jones, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think Liz Jones is very maligned. Um, mm. I think she's very brave. Mm. Sometimes her stuff makes me cringe. And maybe some of my stuff makes other people cringe. But, you know, it's, it's raw. It's a bit to the bone. But, but as time has gone on, I've got gotten slicker. Yeah, because you and you actually were a sort of professional photographer, were you not? Yeah, I Which started kind of out as a professional helped. photographer, right. and I would say um, I assume you're all here because you want to become bloggers or mm. you think you do run a blog, you want to improve it. Um, blogging is pretty visually led, um, and I think one of the best things you can do. I mean, if you're brilliant writers like, you know, uh, Esther and, and uh, Regina, it doesn't matter so much. But, but you've um, just won this award. Don't put yourself down, because you've just won an award, haven't you? Like the food writer. Yeah, food, food bloggers. I've never won anything else in my life. Tell, us, tell us what it is. That was the, amazing. The title is... I keep boasting about it. It's on everything, on my Twitter, it should bio, be. everything. It's the Food Writers Guild Award. Like, food, Guild of Food Writers food Award, food. Yeah. who are a bunch, bunch of quite sort of middle-aged fuddy-duddies <laughs> who really write all the books. You know, the Gordon Ramsay books and the uh, Jamie books? They're the, these little old ladies are the ones that actually do all that work. Pretty much no TV chef writes their own stuff. Just telling, just putting Allegedly, it out there, I feel like I should just add it a kind of slightly... Have I got news for you kind of way? <laughs> Um, I'm going to move on. Yes, just because do. I, I could just I carry fear. on talking. Yeah, time, exactly. Um, so <laughs> let's, Esther, tell us how you got started and uh, why. I started my blog in 2009 after I walked out of my features writing job at The Independent because I hated it so much. And I was very bored and I missed writing because I had to write a lot of words when I was at The Independent and I missed it. And I, everyone else seemed to have a blog. So I thought I would do one. And, and I, I'm kind of interested in this because I think a lot of people who sort of write for a living find the idea of blogging kind of strange because you're sort of transitioning from yeah, definitely. your I day mean, job being paid to do it and then, like, why would you write for free? Yeah, Whereas if, you, if you've never written for money, then maybe it's an easier yeah. kind of transition. I think that, you know, it was a recession, quite a mm. bad recession. Mm. I walked out of my job thinking that, you know, Vogue was going to ring me and go, please, could you please interview, you know, whatever. And they didn't, and no one came knocking, and nobody wanted to know. And um, it would look really bad. And then Lehman Brothers collapsed. <laughs> so everything was just horrible. And, uh, and, and, and I was living with my, with my boyfriend, who is a restaurant critic. And he... Um, Are we allowed to say who he is? You say who he is. Yeah, he's, right. he's called Charles Corrin. You know, <laughs> the Times is Giles Corrin. No, but he, he, uh, and I, and I lived with him, and, and we weren't married. And I just thought, oh God, I mean, he might, I haven't got a job. He might kick me out. So I thought I should learn how to cook because you know he eats food, and um, <laughs> and I could go to the shops with his money, 
and buy this food and then come back and cook it. And then maybe he wouldn't notice that I didn't have a job. Uh, and, then, and, and because I missed writing so much, I, I started writing about it. And, and, and it was, and nobody read it and nobody cared. And then, and then, yeah. No, you did. There, there were about 10 people who read it at the beginning. But like you say, you know, it just kind of, and at, once, at one point I gave up and I thought, God, this is just pathetic. I've just got no, delete. And then someone on Twitter said, oh, I quite miss it. And I thought, oh, my God. Well, if even one person is reading it, then I can, you know. And now I get to uh, write my food bills off, off my tax return. So it's great. <laughs> Amazing. And it's worth, worth, worth going And on. how many followers do you have now? Do you know? Um, I don't really know what that means. But I, on, my, on the actual blog, mm. my, my Google friends mm-hmm. is about 1,000. Mm-hmm. And then other statistics, I don't really know. I don't know. <coughs> and then, meanwhile, you're also Gratz's new food editor, aren't you? A food? E- am I? A food, food editor. Is that, is that what we're calling you? What are we calling you're you? You're a columnist in the dressing food room. Food columnist. Yeah. I was a columnist, but you know, I'd rather food have a pay rise, director. But food. <laughs> I would just, I would just make it up. Food, food, food director. Yeah. Let's just have that. Have a t-shirt with yeah. it on it. Um, I do a new column for Grazia, which mm. I'm very excited about because I think Grazia is the one publication I've worked for in my whole life that is actually in profit. <laughs> and um, so every month I, uh, I pick a, a, a recipe book and I, I cook a, a, an easy recipe and a hard recipe and I take pictures and I tell you if it's a good recipe book or not. It's quite a complicated column. <laughs> Just to get your head around it, that's basically. Uh, and it's great fun and I love it. It's brilliant. It's all worth it. Excellent. Well, we're very glad that you're on board. Um, tell us how you got started. Um, with I, I really started mine for purely administrative reasons I mean I had this massive like scrapbook full of recipes at home and I just thought this is getting really messy you know and I just wanted a place to document them and I didn't actually think anyone apart from maybe my mum would read Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I mean it was really just more a kind of place to put my recipes rather than any kind of burning ambition to and I really love writing and Mm -hmm. I really love food and Mm -hmm. for me it's just a logical thing just to bring the two things together Mm. Um, so yeah that's basically why I started my blog and when was that? It was 2009 Mm -hmm. so March 2009 so that's quite early still yeah I mean not like Kirsten says I wasn't kind of one of the forerunners Mm. um, Mm. of blogging but yeah it was pretty early and you know in those days I don't know how many food bloggers there were at the time. Wasn't well, when I started in 2008, I didn't know about any mm. others. But then no. I, 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 then they started to comment on my blog, and then oh, there's some other people that do mm. it. Yeah, how yeah, exciting! Yeah, exactly. And now there are like hundreds and hundreds. Now and there's lots. So nice, now I think you know. it's harder for for newer bloggers to yeah. make a name for themselves yeah. to get a readership. But if you're good, I do believe that good content makes a difference. If, you, if there's good content, people people will come. Yeah, I agree. And also, I think you have to have that passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I spent years and years and years working as a secretary mm-hmm. in various jobs that I hated and mm-hmm. just wanting every day. Just every day, I thought a little bit of me just died, you know, going to work. <laughs> and I'd sit there. And I'd, all, I'd really ruin people's diaries. I mean, not deliberately, but <laughs> yeah. I'd be there just looking at recipes the whole time. So I think there's always been that little thing in, in my life mm-hmm. where I just think this is kind of what I... You know, you just you gravitate towards mm. what you, you're meant to do. Mm. And I think if you start a blog thinking, oh, I kind of like it, but I'm not sure, don't do it. Mm. You know, don't do it unless you really love doing it and you, you're going to, you know, that passion's going to come across, I think. But it's kind of an accessible way for people to kind of, um, like, live out that passion, really. Because, I mean, in the sense of you can't, 
like you were saying, you've got this scrapbook. You can just cook a recipe every night. I mean, we've all probably seen Julie and Julia, that film. Oh, God. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, that, the idea of that kind of like, you <laughs> know, working through a cookbook or, you know, yeah. but, but yeah. there's something kind of quite nice about that girl living in a, you know, sort of like cheap flat in Brooklyn or wherever they were. Yeah. Uh, you know, most people don't get the opportunity. You're passionate about food, but you can't set up your own restaurant. So actually, like, doing your own oh, blog It's an is, outlet. It's yeah. totally an outlet. I mean, you know, you, yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, you might be there just thinking, God, I really, really love... I don't know, cabbage. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, you're cabbage not get, blog. You know, why not? If there's anyone room, here is looking for an idea for, for their food blog. I would say, the main thing I would say is just be original. Like Kirsten says, mm. there are so many people mm. out there doing food blogs. If mm. you've got an angle, you mm. should really go for an mm. angle. That's what I would say. And Kirsten, you have actually, I'm um, talking about how you can't set up your own restaurant. You have basically set up your own restaurant. Tell yeah. us about that. Um, so, in January 2009, I set up a restaurant in my living room. Um, I'd always wanted a restaurant and I didn't have any money to do it. I still don't have any money to do it, actually. So, um, and as I, as I said, I got this feeder instinct and I really, I just want to cook for people. It, it, that is very therapeutic for me. Um, so I thought, well, I, I'm never going to get the money to do this. I've got a nice flat. I'm just going to do it here. So I put a blog post about it. And then all these people said, can we come? Um, and the first week... Um, because I was the first uh, to do it all, to set up the whole supper club, underground restaurant movement. Um, the Guardian came and took pictures, a lot of pressure, um, which was made it really scary. Um, and, and then, so then, from then on, for the next six months, I just had worldwide press, which obviously really raised my profile, was a stroke of luck. Um, I didn't really, I didn't think anyone would be interested, but they were, everybody was interested. And now there are hundreds of supper clubs, pop-ups um, in London. And, you know, if you include uh, the UK and Europe, there's, you know, must be thousands even. And your website is kind of a bit of a hub for them, isn't it? I like have another website out. called Find a Supper Club. Yeah. And um, if you just Google Find a Supper Club, and you'll find, there's a, I try and keep up the listings. I, it's a free website. I don't charge anybody. Um, and all the listings all over the world. Any town you're going to, if you're going on holiday, you can find a supper club. Um, so that's basically, you can go and either eat in someone's living room, get to know the locals. I think it's a really useful um, addition to tourism. Um, it's a bit like Airbnb, but for food. <laughs> Um, so I want to really drill down into kind of what makes a good blog, because that's basically what people are here to find out about specifics so um maybe esther you can tell us what what have you done that you feel kind of worked what hasn't worked what have you learned over your time writing this I food think blog in any blog i mean whether it's a food blog mm. or anything it's just it, you have to post regularly mm -hmm. mm. it doesn't matter if it's once a week or once a month or every day you have to do why it is that important because people are that's what people are used to Mm -hmm. And that's what people like. And I think uh, the thing with blogs is that there are so many of them mm -hmm. that trust is really, really important. Mm -hmm. And if people trust you and consider you to be a sort of a friend uh, of sorts, you know, they, they look forward to hearing from you, mm -hmm. as it were. I've taken huge breaks from mm -hmm. blogging because of my, of my kids and sort of various things. And, and, but I've only been able to do that and keep going mm -hmm. because I've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And my readers are very kind mm. and sort of put up with me when I'm not there. But just generally, if you don't blog, 
people just aren't going to read. So when you talk about, so specifically when, when you are in your kind of blogging yeah. um, sort of regime, like how often do you blog? And are you literally sort of blogging and then posting live or are you scheduling stuff? How does that work? I really, I really, if, I'm, if I've got the time to do it, I really try and do something once a week. Mm-hmm. Now it's also harder because I've cooked kind of everything I want to cook you know it's really? I, I, yeah I mean I, I find it I find Done. it harder finished yeah so I, like five dishes I can do a lasagna I can do a lasagna I can do a macaroni cheese what else is there uh, so I, I've, I've done a lot of stuff that I wanted to do. You do a really nice anchovy butter. I do a very <laughs> nice anchovy butter. And uh, so you, I, I come across things less often now right. that I think, oh, God, I've got to mm. learn how to do that, mm. you know. But I think just, just generally for a good blog, you have to do it regularly and give yourself six months mm-hmm. yeah. don't come crying to me after two weeks going nobody's reading me nobody cares <laughs> because nobody will care for mm-hmm. six months and then after six months there's always a breakthrough i think mm-hmm. six months is the thing mm-hmm. for, for jobs and everything it's like three months three months relationships three months blogs six months so you've got to give it six months blogging every fortnight or every monday or mm-hmm. every three o'clock every day mm-hmm. or whatever just 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 can i swear if you like just fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, people from Apple are going, please don't Pictures. <laughs> no, they told me we could. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, right. Specifically told you. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and right. also pictures. So, so, so important. Pictures are so important. I cannot take a photo, but my camera is amazing. So I just point at it and go click, and it's fine. Just so, one okay, picture. Okay, so this is a really good point, because you were a writer. Yeah. And now you're also having to do visuals for your blog. Yeah. And a lot of people must be in a situation where possibly they're... They're amazing cooks or whatever, but then obviously not photographers as well. I mean, unlike Kirsty, yeah, who was lucky. Yeah, so, lucky. what? Tell us about all the mistakes you've made. Oh what? God, what doesn't work? What does nightmare. work? Tell us about food. But pictures are, are such a pain in the bum because because <laughs> food looks horrid when you take a photo of it. <laughs> if you know what you're doing, and also actually now there are food apps I think you can get on your phone, and they make your food look like. But basically, it always looks like dog food, or <laughs> or like just sick or something. It always looks terrible. <laughs> so how do you think about Martha that? Stewart? No, Martha Stewart. People have just started to tweet her and say your food looks like vomit. <gasps> no. All of her food Instagrams are yeah. terrible. No, way. no they do say, look like Nigella's vomit. food looks awful on Twitter as well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, it just shows you how many stylists. Yeah, and home economic people are sorting. Anyway, it doesn't their food matter. It doesn't matter. Books. You have to have a photo, okay? No but how, how do you what style it? So, how do you avoid it looking like? The advice I've been given. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't always taken this, but you should never take a photo of your food with a flash. You should oh, try okay. and use yeah. natural daylight. You should uh-huh. try and do it as soon as it's cooked. Okay. I spent a whole day on Friday with a top home economist mm-hmm. and watched her painstakingly brush every individual pea with olive oil, <gasps> and I just thought, I'm never ever going to do that. <laughs> but you know, there's a mm. lot of thought that went into mm-hmm. her her shots and her photos, and they were amazing. Are there They're any tweaks amazing. like that that you do do? Is there, is, is there anything um, that everyone in the business puts blusher on roast chicken or what? I what? don't think yeah, they do that as much now. That's, I used is to it? work. I used to work. They for can't a, be illegal for bloggers. I used surely. to work for a uh, cookery program as right. a researcher, and they used to do things like I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. They used to get cigarettes and hold them behind meals and pretend they were oh, steam. really? Yeah. Oh, I heard it was Which a microwave tampon. No, what? we never did the microwave. Yeah, that, that's what we, they do. We, they heat it up in a glass of water in the microwave yeah. and then pop it in the yeah. food yeah. and then steam. It's a really appetising <laughs> picture. I, I'm Thank pretty you. sure that it's illegal now because of the whole, you know... Oh, really? Right, yeah. Tr- right, yeah. 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 
advertising well, standards yeah. or something. Um, so do yeah. it regularly. Stick a photo on. It doesn't really matter if it's a good photo or not. Yeah. I find like focusing on a zooming in on a detail of the food works for, for making it not look like dog food. And the third thing is when you're starting out, you have to keep it short. My posts are far, 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 far too long. If I wanted to be a more successful blogger, I'd blog more regularly and I would write less. But I don't really? agree with that. No, I think your blogs are your your blog posts are a really good length. How, how long is too long? Like you're saying, uh, they're too long. When you're starting out, you should not write anything over 400 words. Mm -hmm. Absolutely oh God, not. No, 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 no. Just don't, because people look at. Ri I mean, you know, my 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 fans are, are lovely, and they know there's usually a point somewhere. But when you're starting out, people just look at reams of thing on the th and go, eh, lunatic. No, bye. Go <laughs> next one. You know. So don't write too much. Later, when you have loads of fans and they all love you and they'll just read anything that you write, you can then write just Dost, you know, Anna Karenina and it's fine. <laughs> but at the beginning, no more than 400 words, otherwise I will come and find you. <laughs> that's really, that's just three things. That's just it. I think that's it. That's very good. So you think? Let, yeah, let, let I see if anyone else could come up with some tips Two, as well, though. 250 <laughs> to 300 words, bullet points. They, they like a lot of space around that text. And top tens, top fives. A list Easily digestible yeah. sound bites, as it were, but, you know, writing bites. People can't read very well on the internet. They can't read lengthy stuff. Mm. I mean, even a normal book apparently only retains 7%. So imagine how much they're retaining of your blog post. Nothing. <laughs> the photo. Yeah, pictures, sell words. G give some tips on photography. Well, yeah. Okay. The trouble is, most people cook in the evening, and that's when the light's terrible. So your dinner is going to look, you know, it's under that one light bowl, but it's going to be all furry and orangey, and it's going to look terrible. Try and either cook earlier in the day, or do it at the weekends, or hold a portion back and photograph it the next day. So I know that's kind of a pain. I mean, I, I've never had a proper job in my life, so I'm not out at work all day. I'm just doing this. But you could but photograph, like, if you held a portion back, you could photograph it before work, say, if you were really Yeah, you could, if you were preparing it, um, you know, earlier in the day, photograph it then, don't wait till the evening. And it doesn't matter if it's not hot, no one's going to know. <laughs> I think the, the can, well, you're a vegetarian, aren't you? Yeah. I think the congealed fat on the top of a stew gives it away if it's been in the fridge. Yeah, okay, Are you vegetarian? I'm pescatarian. Pescatarian. But I'm actually about to go vegan for four months. Wow. Um, is that going to be a I've blog just project? I broke it with tasting your butter. But um, I went <laughs> vegan yesterday and I broke it Falling already. Falling off the wagon um, already. Because <laughs> I'm writing a book on vegan food. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. And so, okay, um, and you were going to tell us your tips for... Yeah, so try and photograph your food in the daylight... Uh, food looks good on a blue background, complementary colours. A lot of food Ooh. is brown or yellow, so try and do it on a kind of blue or turquoise background. Try not to do it on a brown background if you can. Um, what else? Uh, this is good. Try I and like put specifics. textural in, something textural. You know, you'll notice a lot of food photography, they'll have a fork. So try and start collecting nice cutlery. Um, and put like a, a nice serviette in, maybe with those sort of linen feel to it or a flowery one try and match stuff the plate the, the uh, napkin the fork knife and all that to each dish have different ones although there's one of my favorite blogs is called smitten kitchen and she's got a brilliant cookbook out this year do you know her stuff really like her stuff have you noticed every single photo she takes has got exactly the same background <laughs> and same and it's it's fine because it's a good 
basically, there's obviously a little spot on her kitchen counter, which is, you know, plasticky, granity thing, but looks okay in photos. It's obviously by the window, it's got nice light, and she's worked it out, and that works. That's what she shoots every single time. And you're never thinking, oh, I wish I had more variety. It works. It's very clear, and they look good. So tell us, what's been your most... Uh, let's ask Regina. Tell us what's been your most successful post. Well, I mean, it depends how you define success. <laughs> Do you think success means lots of hits on your blog? Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't define... I don't... Like, like um, Esther, I don't actually know... I don't know if anyone follows my blog, actually. I don't know how many followers I've got. I don't know how many hits I get. Probably okay. not that many, to be honest. I mean, but for instance, um, do you have comments on your blog? Like, Not but, anymore. But I used to. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry. Why yeah, did you get rid of the comments? Comments That's interesting. I didn't. People uh, just don't, down. People just okay, don't yeah. comment on my blog anymore. I think people don't comment in general. I no, think. they don't. I think they people commenting well, they, less They online. leave really inane comments, like, yeah. that looks nice. Yeah. And I think, thank you. <laughs> did, but did you ever have a post where suddenly there were, yeah, like, uh, millions sorry, of comments or questions? Yeah, I mean, the popular ones, unfortunately... Um, seem to be the posts about curry. And mm -hmm. the, the reason I say unfortunately is I absolutely love curry, um, but I really hate being pigeonholed. And okay. um, I find it really annoying when I mean, I've written a book and mm -hmm. the first thing people say to me is, oh, have you written a book about curry? And I'm like, no, <laughs> right, right. no I haven't written a book about no, curry. I, I love curry, but yeah. you know, I don't just eat curry Tell us what your book is day. about. Um, it's a book of my blog. So um, it's kind of... I lived in Japan for a while. Yeah. It's got quite quirky recipes. Uh, my recipes, I guess, are like... A lot of people call them weird, but they're basically <laughs> classic dishes with a bit of a twist. Um, give, give us some examples. Um, well, I did a really nice but slightly disgusting-looking Brussels sprout curry the other day, which was really nice. Um, yes, you did something that. quite weird with apples recently as well. Really? Yeah. What did I do that? Oh, you did yeah. something with Didn't apples you pickle and... Them? You pickled no. and I, I looked, did pickle and I looked them. at it and I went, Ooh. no, they were nice, but I like oh, pickles. Maybe. But yeah, 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 exactly. Was so that yeah, this or, or mackerel or something. Yes, it was. It? Yeah. Yes, nice. you guys look so disgusted. <laughs> 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 no, 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 it sounds nice. I think it sounds very uh, yeah, refreshing. Yeah, so I think you know, um, basically, mm. uh, the popular ones tend to be the the curry ones. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you, I mean, you're sort of suggesting that. I mean, obviously, I can see that would be annoying. But at the same time, is that not just because everyone in in the UK is obsessed with curry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. And yeah. also, the ones, the curry ones I have published tend to be things like my my grand's recipe or my mum's right. secret recipe, which yeah. isn't so secret anymore, so that kind yeah. of thing. So I guess... How's like, your you know, mum feel about that? She's not very happy. You know? Oh, really? <laughs> Tough. <You're> disowned. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. And Esther, most popular blogs, if you know? Um, my most popular ones were one about my husband coming home late, oh. really drunk. <laughs> um, that always, everyone loves that. Everyone loves it when I'm miserable. <laughs> and there was one, my one that has most comments, I think it's got 150 comments, is one where I said that I had a troll who was being mean to oh, me. Yeah. And, and everyone went crazy for that. Um, in terms of food, my mother's <laughs> sausage and cabbage hot pot is oh very my God, popular. Stealing mum's recipes yeah. seemed to be and the then, way forward. And anything, anything by anyone famous, like anything, if anything with Ni Nigella or Jamie in the title, right, everybody okay. yeah. reads it. And Jamie's griddle waffles and hot chocolate sauce or whatever has got a lot about me. Because everyone's just fighting with each other, going, no, 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 it's best in the griddle. No, 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 I put it in a toaster. No, 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 I put it under the grill. <laughs> and you just go, oh, just get on with it. Just leave them to it. They're kind of 
vitamin. But that's kind of interesting, though, isn't it? Because that's, I mean, obviously part of it is about search engine optimization. But equally, there's an element to that where people quite like being able to get involved in the debate. So they're reading what you've done with it, but they, they also know what happened when they cooked yeah, it as well. Yeah, that's interesting. De definitely. Yeah, they'll just Google Jamie's whatever or Nigella's mm. whatever. Mm. And because I've put it in the title mm. not by accident mm -hmm. then they stumble across my blog and then they read it and see what happened to me and say no 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 you got it wrong you stupid idiot yeah anyway those are the things that are most and, and but it's interesting what you're talking about putting it in the title like did it take you a long time to work out all the kind of no totally by accident I just right. wrote that this is what I've done today mm. and then suddenly it was like my, my Jamie's Jamaican jerk chicken is my most read post okay and it's so boring it's just like I made this thing and it was too wet <laughs> So put less Bacardi in it if you're going to do it. But and then are people wading in and basically kind of enjoying being able to give you advice for once? Like, do you think that's part of it? Are they all kind of going, oh, you, you should have done this? No, I think that I think the yes, there is that. There mm. is that. There, yeah, there was a bit of that. But the, but Jamie's waffles, <laughs> cooking thing. I wish I'd never written about it. Jamie's griddled waffle thingy. There's a issue with it when you flip it over basically, because quite, there's quite a lot of it. And if you flip it over, it cracks in the middle and it doesn't cook properly and it's just horrid. Basically. Looking around to see if anyone's nodding sagely. <laughs> there are lots of people going, yeah, Jamie, shit, yes, <laughs> shit. Uh, and there's a bit too much bicarbonate of soda in it and there are some other problems with it and stuff. So, um, and every, uh, yeah, everyone is just, they're not really talking to me anymore. They've just kind of turned on each other and they're yeah. just sort of fighting with each other. Yeah. And you can tell they're not really my readers because they're all like these sort of blokes. Go, no, 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 I did it in a frying pan. It was fucking great. <laughs> and, 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 like, you know, and most of my readers are like, oh, my God, how are you? Are you okay? <laughs> how is Kitty? Is everything all right? How's Giles? And then these people just are fighting with each other. But, yeah, but yes, they, they, I mean, people like telling me, telling you the, what to do. But I, I, I make no pretense about knowing anything about food. So, so people don't often like to give me a taking off. But, but, but again, that's interesting because you, you, you started out, you did a book called The Bad Cook, didn't you? Yeah. It was kind of advice for people who are crap at cooking. Yeah. Allegedly from someone who's bad at cooking. But yeah. are you now not sort of slightly, like, kind of skill setting yourself out of your own blog because you must get to the point now where you like you're saying you've cooked everything you want to cook yeah are I you, mean, you not now that well but uh, um, I definitely I definitely I can follow a recipe now mm. and I've got loads of stuff so which makes cooking much easier like I've got some scales and a knife <laughs> and some like a bowl and, and some saucepans well this is uh, this is a good point as well how much equipment do you need to be a food blogger Kirsten I don't think you need hardly any except the basic stuff. Um, but, but, you know, most people are into food. Well, I like kitchen equipment. I'm slightly obsessed with it. So I've, I've, I've got loads of it. I mean, if I ever have to move, it's going to be awful. What are your top, top three things? Top three things? Yeah. Um, I've got terrible knife skills. It's not really a knife. <laughs> um, I, my kitchen aid. Um, my scales, digital yeah, scales. KitchenAid, are you talking like a bowl thing with a whizzy thing? Or yeah. a, 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 are you talking a food processor? I'm talking a mixer, just because I like the way it looks. What colour is it? Have you got a purple it's one? It's cream. Oh, it's cream. It's I'm cream. a bit disappointed. My, I thought yours might be glittery or something. <laughs> and my agar. Oh, <laughs> my nice. cream agar. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my scales. Was that there when you moved in or did you go? No, I put it in. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Do you prefer an agar? Aren't agar's quite tricksy? Uh, no, I think it's great to cook on, um, but I think it's tricksy for new people. Mm. You get used to it. You develop mm. a relationship with your oven. 
Sorry. No, only relationship I've had in five years. Regina, do you have a, a relationship with any kitchen equipment? <laughs> uh, my my knives. Have? I do like my knives. Um, they're pretty blunt, but I need to. Yeah, I need to sharpen them. But my knives are really important. What kind of knives do you have? I've got Porsche them. knives. Have you? Yeah, my I God. stole them, but they're really good. I shouldn't say you where stole I stole them from. Yeah, they're stolen. But um, they're really good knives. And oh, sorry. Stolen from where? I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I'll tell you later. And so presumably not from a store. No, God no, 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 no. <laughs> um, and I've got, um, oh yeah, chopping boards, very important. Good chopping boards. I really hate those plastic ones that get all those lines on them. Really? Are they, yeah, are, are they good annoying. chopping boards? That can you, the can you buy plastic ones that don't get lines on them? Well, you can get like wooden ones. Yeah, well, wood hills itself. They look nicer. What? What are you talking about? When you, when you wash it up and it stinks and it goes mouldy and... No? no, no. I love a plastic <laughs> chopping board. <laughs> uh, I hate them. I would never use them. What are you doing to your chopping boards? <laughs> <laughs> this is really no, what you do, you cover them with salt, and then they that salt sterilizes them. Does it? I don't do that either. So, but you know, that's what. Yeah. Can't I just apply lots of plastic ones and throw them away? They're going to get smelly. <laughs> it's just that you know, there's lots of estrogen in plastics. I try to avoid plastics because that's why men's sperm count is going down. It's a plastic chopping board. And so, you know, thicker giles. And a grater. <laughs> quite like a nice And a grater. Yeah. So what was that? Knives, chopping, good and chopping board. Good chopping board. And, and grater. grater. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. This is good. Okay, um, moving on. Um, how do you turn your blog into a business? Have you turned your blog into business? No, I haven't. Um, basically, there are people out there who have monetized their blogs and you can get ads on your blog mm. and you can use your blog as a portfolio and mm. you can lead to amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't done any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think you know, there are ways of doing that. Mm-hmm. I know people who are amazing writers who started food blogs and who are now doing, you know, have got great careers as food editors, magazines mm. and stuff. Mm. Um, like yeah, Esther. <laughs> like Esther, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there are ways of doing mm. it if you want mm. to do it. Um, but I think going back to my point before, I don't mm. think you should do it unless you really genuinely mm. love your subject mm. matter. You know, you shouldn't just think, oh, I want to make some money. I'm going to start a food blog. That's just wrong. But d- you know? not to be indelicate. Yeah. But um, so are you, is it, it's your full time or are oh, no, you I'm doing freelance. other things as well? I am freelancing okay. as well. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, before I started my food blog, yeah. I did um, a short course in food and drink journalism. Right. And before that... Oh, my God, you did a qualification in food yeah, journalism. totally, totally. And would you recommend people do that? Um, How long one, does that the take? The one I did, it was a short course. Mm-hmm. I mean, before I did that course, I did an actual proper hardcore news journalism course which I wouldn't recommend unless you're like <laughs> sadistic basically yeah. it was really hard it was like being in the army yeah it was really brutal <laughs> where like was that news. it was at um, the place London it used to be London College of Printing oh yeah no. in Castle. yeah um, and then I did my short course in food and drink journalism and that was amazing because we were taught by people who um, were in the industry and it, this is um, before where I started did you do that? my blog I did that um, where did I do that I did it at a city um, but they don't run the course anymore. C- City, City University. They've stopped running okay. the course, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but it was brilliant. They taught us how to pitch articles to magazine editors, and they taught us how to write a food blog mm-hmm. if you wanted to start a food mm-hmm. blog. And we had to pretend to put a magazine together every week and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it was a really brilliant. good thing That sounds to great. Do. Yeah, it's really interesting. And, you know, I guess... I started my food blog after going on that course because mm-hmm. I thought, actually, you know, I, c- I could start a blog. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're thinking of starting a blog, don't do what I did and think about it for a year. Just just go on WordPress mm-hmm. and get a free blog mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is that easy. You don't need you don't need to be a tech 
a techie person either. I mean, if I can do it, I'm pretty sure anyone can do it. And did you yeah. write for a bit before publishing? Did you just sort of write in secret and then start publishing oh, what, once you mean you've been blog? doing it for a bit? Yeah. I, yeah, I think I wrote some really crazy stuff for a while, actually, which I never published. Um, and then, I, yeah, I basically just thought... I mean, as I said to mm. you before, it was kind of an admin thing and mm -hmm. I didn't really think of a readership at the time. Mm. If I was starting a blog today, I probably would be more like, what's my angle? You know, mm. what, what are people going to come to me for? Mm. What am I going to specialise? in mm. at the time I just thought I'd just put a recipe somewhere mm. you know mm. um, but yes I think absolutely have the angle be original and so how long were you writing the blog before you started freelancing or did, was it sort of uh, it's all around the same kind of time right. I mean I started my blog and then the Guardian were on Twitter going we want people to come to the Regent's Park Taste of London mm -hmm. festival and tweet for mm. us and I thought oh I put my hand up I was like yeah okay I can do that you know I had this press pass and went round and ate so much food basically it's brilliant and then um, and then on the back of that they asked me to write a couple of things oh, great. for them so That's it all kind really of took good. off from that and it's great yeah I mean you know I, I should probably put myself out there a bit more but, but isn't yeah. it great there are opportunities like I think people always think that there's this sort of tension between like media and then the blogging community whereas actually there's a lot of kind of outreach from yeah. the media like oh, for instance yeah. that's a really good example and yeah. actually why not turn up why not yeah, volunteer yeah, exactly, exactly. and why not go along and maybe meet some people and yeah. even come in tonight it's so know. exciting you know and also I think um, I've got friends who are freelance journalists and their bloggers mm. and I think you can do both it mm. doesn't have to be one or the other mm. it doesn't have to be this big fight between the two mm -mm. excellent yeah. and, and Esther so yeah. your blog would you sort of describe yourself as a full-time blogger now no, I'm a journalist. Right. Definitely, yeah. And so um, because, because you were sort of writing before, but you weren't writing about food, and now you are writing about food, so maybe that's a sort of easier transition. I... I don't... What's the, I don't have a question. Yeah, no, I don't either. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> should, I just start, should I just start talking? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a journalist, and I also have a blog. No, I had, I had the blog because... I mean, the blog is uh, sort of an accident. If I was more brutal, I would just... But um, I, um, because I've got lots of work now as, a, as a, an actual freelance journalist, but in the kind of hiatus, which actually was quite a long time, I needed to do something to, I needed to do something. And actually the blog is quite useful if you are a, a writer because rather than, you know, you can say, this is what I can do. This is what I do. This is how I write. If you like it, you can hire me for money and I will write it for you. But what a lot of magazines and newspapers want you to do is write in exactly the way that they write dun, 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 like a little kind of robot <laughs> and if you don't write it that way then they'll just kind of discreetly just sort of yeah. rub it all out and write it like that which is really annoying it's called a rewrite it's really irritating but if you have a blog and you sort of want to do writing then when someone comes to you and says we want you to write us a piece about fun play dates how to make your play dates work then you can say, fine, but this is the way I'm going to write it, and you can't rewrite it because you came to me and you know mm. the way that I write, and mm. this, is, this is it. So it's very handy for that. Um, so, yeah, it, it actually has, has really worked, not in terms of, like, advertising or... Because that doesn't really work, I don't think, advertising on your... But I don't know if you do it, but... I don't have anything no, advertising. No, I, I know, I do. I've got one thing. I've got one... Click your through. Lakeland. Oh, it's Tiny little... Like, it's so Lakeland pathetic. And, the, and they said... I said, oh, so, so, so when are you going to send me the money then? When are you gonna, and they say, well, we send you a cheque when you've got £50. And that was about <laughs> six months ago. So I, I haven't earned £50 It's a roaring success. No. I'm, I'm just aware that we need to sort of start edging towards getting the audience questions in so um Kirsten just just tell us kind of how I mean you've got so much going on as well like if your 
obviously a kind of full-time blogger, aren't you? And what um, point well, did you I'm make an, that transition? I'm an author. Um, I've had one book out. This is oh, it. Oh, nice. Have you brought it? Advertising. <laughs> supper clubs. <laughs> notes and recipes from the underground Very restaurant. Very good. Recommend. <laughs> it's Very available good. on Amazon. Um, that's my first book. I've, I've just written another one that's coming out next uh, April called Ms. Marmite Lover's Secret Tea Party, which is about baking. Um, which was really hard to write. A baking book is infinitely harder than any other kind of book because you can't make anything up. You, it has to be accurate. So I've had to test like, You're saying everything. that as if you made everything up in the last book. Can't be like a, a pinch bit. of this and a pinch of that. Yeah, it's got to be it's, right, otherwise it's... It's got to be, you know, if it's 100 mil of this, you know, and 50 grams of that, it's got to be right because the cake won't rise. Or this is, But that's interesting, though. So, like, a baking blog would actually be quite hard to... It's way harder. It was exhausting. I also shot that book. Um, so I'm trying to move oh more God, into... Yeah. Um, photographing and styling and mm. I'd like to actually I'd like to photograph and style other people's books as well mm. and now I'm writing a book on, on vegan food mm. that'll be out in 2015 and I'm shooting that as well Amazing. so it's I'm, it's kind of a now combined my two careers of being a cook and being a photographer and and writing so that's really nice um in terms of monetizing your blog that mm -hmm. awful word mm -hmm. um I mean I suppose I monetize it with my real life activity which is Cooking, that's what I can charge for, mm -hmm. the supper club. Um, I don't do sponsored posts. Do you know what a sponsored post is, anyone? It's, uh, it's basically, there's some bloggers who just do that. Um, a PR will get in contact with you and say, can you write about our product? We'll pay you 100 quid or 150 quid. And some people do that all the time. I won't do that because I think you lose that really special thing about blogging, which is um, trust. You know, uh, I don't think people are going to trust your blog if you do that. But it is, you know, I know someone who pays their mortgage like that and lives quite a nice life. But she'll never win any awards and she'll never win any prizes. She hadn't had a book deal, just letting you know. <laughs> it's um, a, that's such a good line, she'll never win any awards when you've just won an award. <laughs> I, I mean, I've talked to her about it and I've just said, you know, all of your stuff reads like advertising. You know, mm. it's just not really... You won't get... It's like a bit like having a kind of in the movies, having commercial sex success or having a critical success. Um, so obviously, ideally, you want both. Uh, so that's and I wouldn't bother with advertising on your blog. You know those stupid little Google ads. You earn so little, so money, so little they money look for really it. Cheap, Messes really makes bad. your blog look messy. Yeah. It's it's pointless, you know. Okay, that's good. That's good. I really want to throw um, out to the audience. I'm sure you've all thought of lots of questions you want to ask. So we'll get some microphones to you. It's the lady in the front row. Hi. Um, Hello. I just wanted to ask, I've been writing a food blog for three years um, and only started doing it really regularly in the last 18 months. What's your food blog? It's called A Little Lusciousness. Oh, nice. um, good title. <laughs> and I'm now starting to write a cookbook. And... Can I take recipes that I've put on my blog already and put them in my book? You can. Uh, and I do some. But now, because I'm doing more cookbooks, I'm, I am holding back on recipes. And I've been careful about what I publish. Why, yeah, wouldn't, why I, wouldn't you use stuff on your blog? I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you use stuff on your blog in your book? Well, then what's the point of anyone buying the book? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say the same. I mean, you I get it all for free on your blog. I didn't use a single recipe in my book from my blog for that exact same reason I thought no one's going to buy it if I do that does that answer your question were you hoping to use all the recipes from your blog or you uh, not at all and actually now 
I put recipes into my book, not on my blog. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I hold them back for my book. How are you finding? How are you finding writing your book? How's the process going and everything? Have you got an editor? You got a publishing? No, company? no, 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 no. I'm Brilliant. doing it all on my own. Amazing! At the I really, um, really commend you for that. <laughs> I wish I'd done that. There's a couple of companies. I think Blurb Books and another one that yeah. someone else recommended, which yeah. kind of small independent. Yeah. So I'm going to another one. I applaud yeah, you seriously. One. That's so good. I I have a publisher, and. I found the process quite difficult. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Basically, I... Are they twats? Are they twats? Are they twats? Basically, I'm not going to slag anyone off, but basically I found the thing with a blog, and you probably found this, is you have complete control. And then suddenly, I'm not a control freak, but to to go from having complete control to having pretty much no control is hard. So yeah, looking back, I I wish I'd self-published as well. I think the shocking thing about publishers is they think it's their book. Yeah. They don't think it's your book. Yeah. Sorry. Any, any advice, like, for, from people who've all got books already? Uh, what be a bitch. <laughs> um, really be a bitch. Like, my first book, I, you know, kept trying to be nice to them, thinking I'd get another book deal out of them. They, you know, basically, you have to be really controlling. You have to be a control freak, or they will screw it up, and you will not be happy. Yes, that's my biggest advice. It's <laughs> a good, a good no, tip. No, I think she's got a point. I mean, maybe not be a bitch, but you know, be very, very, very clear about what you will not have on your book, and be really clear about how you want it to look. And I mean, you probably are. You've probably got a great idea of what, what, what's your book going to be called. <laughs> that's the bit that's lacking at the moment. I've got Make all sure the recipes really and loads punchy. of photos. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be called a little lusciousness, though. It's a bit of a mouthful and it doesn't really What's explain where we're going. What's your cookbook about? Going. What kind of recipes? It's all about it? seasonal local produce and just wow. using the best of the best, but not overusing it. You know, it's yeah. about a whole variety of what we eat and picking what's in season and what you can get rather than what Tesco has on special offer. Amazing. Oh, it sounds great. It sounds really good. Excellent. Um, any more questions? I hope, best of luck with that. We'll look out for it. Hello. Yes. We'll just get a microphone to you, unless you have a big, booming voice. <laughs> Hi. Um, I've been doing my blog for about a year, and um, I really like doing it. can obviously see the traffic, see it kind of that organic growth. But what's a good way of kind of really prompting a bit more conversation? Obviously, you can't force people to read it, but kind of prompting a bit more conversation, a bit more kind of people interacting with it so you can actually feel that someone is out there and reading it. That's a great question. Anyone got any tips? Has anyone tried anything Put in that works? sex tags. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't be saying that. What kind of comments do you get? Because that's what will attract. <laughs> like, I, I mean, that, do you me, actually a, do that? I did it at the beginning did to you? see what would happen. And I just put in the word figging. It's a sexual practice, but it does involve food. And, um, <laughs> and I put that in, and I just got loads and loads of stats from it. And I was just like, whoa. But I didn't put anything about figuring in it. Or also, um, but you say... obviously, you know, her tip is great. Put in a celebrity chef's yeah. name. Or also, I think if you say on somewhere like Twitter, I've had a bad comment, everyone then goes and looks at your yes, blog post. Yes, Oh, my God, what was the bad one. comment? And then they'll comment, so... That's yeah. a very good tip. Well, I've tried Do you think... I mean, I know a lot of bloggers use Twitter. Do you think that is really, really key? Yes. 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 Definitely, yeah. Get on Twitter now. Yeah. Are you on Twitter? <laughs> I am, yeah. Who What's the best Twitter? way to... <laughs> so my blog's called What Joanna Ate. It's a combination of sort of restaurants and sort of some recipes as well. So Any really tips for using Twitter? Um, don't just market. 
your stuff that's boring. Um, talk about your life, talk about stuff you're doing, use Instagram, which is great, you know, like link it up to your Twitter, um, you know, make it visual. Uh, I love Twitter when I, I was quite an early adopter with Twitter 2008 and it was great 2009, 2010. I have got quite bored with it. I still think it's essential. Yeah, I agree. But then I also agree that you shouldn't go the opposite extreme and be tweeting kind of every single five seconds and saying, I've just had a sandwich, I'm on the phone to BT. I just think that, that can well, be Well, this overkill. is the danger of food blogging, right? Because we're constantly, I mean, I am constantly eating. Yes. Like, in theory, you could be constant, this yeah, constant you could. stream. Yeah, I mean, I've got so many photos that I don't put up. Sometimes I just think, oh, really? Just just choose the good ones, choose yeah. the best ones. You know, just be, be a bit selective Edit. about it, you know, yeah. Esther, any tips? Yeah, about Anyone? tweeting. Yeah. Um, no. Well, any mistakes you've made? <laughs> any kind of what? What? What's no, been really, the most fun really, you've really, had? I'm really, really, really good on Twitter. Are you? Yeah. I don't tweet too much. I don't tweet too little. I tweet some photos. I tweet some links. I saw this and I thought of you, my readers. Uh, and uh, and then every so often a post goes up, and then I nail them <laughs> with a link to my blog. There, read it, read it, you fuckers. Um, so um, no, you have to just yeah, just yeah, just be considerate of your followers. Don't overtweet. Don't yeah. bang on but about there are. your. The, probably the food blog with the highest amount of Twitter followers tweets relentlessly boring shite. <laughs> and that's working for her, so I don't know. I'm Who not, is that? Oh, I can't say. I can't say. It's Britain. No, no, I'm getting big trouble. I'm not speaking with her anyway, but I'm not, not going to say. I'll tell you later. What, what, okay. <laughs> These good tips. Does that help? Yeah, Excellent. Um, anyone else? Anyone else? Hello, front row again. Excellent. We have the mic already. Um, I mean, you said just do it, just get on and write, go home tonight and do it. But how much balance do you have to get between that and, you know, having a brand and a theme and getting the tech side right? Because I'm kind that of That can come later. Yeah. That the, the great thing about the internet is that you can it changes all the time. If you suddenly decide, I'm just going to do a blog about the best dresses with butterflies on them in the whole world you could uh, but previously you'd been writing about bengal cats you can just <laughs> delete the whole lot and pretend it never except i'm sure someone at the max store would be able to find yeah, it yeah. I uh, think you're pretend really it never exciting, existed you're in an exciting position because yeah. you're completely new it's like a completely blank page so you can just go home and be like oh my god i can do absolutely anything i mean some of my favorite food bloggers have either stopped blogging, unfortunately. There's one called A Thousand Broken Chopsticks, which is just so witty. It's amazing. But I think they've stopped blogging. Um, or just really random. There's like a crazy American Jewish guy called Food Bomb who just does... It's all just art, videos, and food. And it's completely mental, but it's really interesting. But, the f so you but can do stuff. don't be overwhelmed by that. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> most important thing is that you just start mm. writing. That is yeah. all that matters. It will take just, you just, time to find just, your voice as but, well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it doesn't matter what comes before because no one cares. They'll just If they like it, they'll read your back thing and they'll be like, oh, oh she started out a bit rubbish and then now she's fine. But just, just, just do it. And don't worry about a brand. Don't worry or anything about like that. that. Yeah. You could become Maybe the brand comes later. once you kind of, <laughs> once you've started getting established and you know who you are as a, yeah. as a blogger. It's, it's quite thrilling, that moment when you find your voice, don't you think? Do you remember it? I do. Like, first of all, I was really scared to write. And, and, and just by doing it all the time, just suddenly one day, you know, you've, you do... Well, this is the experience I had. Almost like you feel like you're channeling something and it's just flowing and you know what you, you know, your voice is. And it's, it's really a lovely feeling. So, and that's just 
practice. Like, everything is about practice. There you go. Just do it. Wrong store. <laughs> um, thank you very much for coming. We have run out of time, unfortunately. I'm really sorry. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, that's a really good. Do you read many other food And who do you and read? What are your favourites? I do. Yeah, I, I really like um, I really like Helen Graves's blog, Food yeah, Stories. Me it's too. so good. It's so readable. Um, I like Lizzie's as well. She writes a blog called Hollow Legs. Um, I like both these guys. I mean, there are so many good ones out there. Um, but as I mentioned, the one I really like is Stop Blogging, which is really annoying. Yeah. Which is a thousand broken chopsticks. I really wish they'd write some more blog posts. Esther, any favourites? I, I read another insane mother's blog called Bell's Eyes Bovary. Called cool, cool what? Sorry. She's called Bell's Eyes Bovary. She's fucking mad. Bell's Bell's Eyes Bovary. She's she's crazy. She lives around the corner from me, and she had this kid that didn't sleep, and she wrote about how her kid doesn't sleep. I don't read other food blogs because I find them really really intimidating, and it gives me like an anxiety attack. So I just can't. <laughs> never. Is that end. a good tip? No, though? never don't, ever never. Don't, don't read other blogs. I never have. No, I've right. never read any other food blog because mm. I just can't deal with the photos and the information and the. Oh, and it's all so amazing and mine so shit. But, uh, but yeah, no, the crazy, crazy, crazy mother whose kid didn't sleep. Bell's eyes bovary, she's brilliant. Excellent. Um, I tend to like really quite geeky food blogs um, uh, and historical food blogs. Mm -hmm. um, quite a few of them American. Um, so, you know, they're, they're playing, they're often by chefs or people who. Te are, tell us some of them. Tell us some um, of the names. Well, actually, there's one, um, a, there's actually a Belgian one. But, um, uh, she's called Miss Foodwise, and I really like her blog. She's from Belgium. She loves British food, and her whole blog's about how great British food is, ah. which is kind of interesting. She photographs beautifully. She's a graphic designer, so it's all laid out beautifully. And considering she's writing in a foreign language, English, she also writes very well. And there's a few... Uh, there's one in America called Cooking Issues, which is a guy that does mad experiments and... Um, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. Brilliant. Well, that's great. Well, I hope that that's kind of given you lots of inspiration. Thank you very much for coming. And thank you very much to Kirsten, Esther and Regina. Thank you. Thank you.